Good morning. It's 7.39 at News Talk 1400 DWS. Dave Gentry with you in the state uh, state uh, senator. Yeah, sure. That's right. Sure. Sometimes I forget. I think you're just a lowly state rep, and that's not the case. Well, you know, we all do our part, but we're <laughs> proud to be in the upper chamber, as Chavin Rose might say. Uh, State Senator Scott Bennett with us this morning. You you got done farming, I guess. We did. I missed the last week. I had the same bronchitis going around. A lot of people have been oh, coughing man. around. A lot of people had that. But this uh, year. we we got all done. And I was just, just saying before we got on the air, uh, we were up in Gibson City uh, over the weekend, and I was surprised. Didn't see any beans up, but saw quite a bit of corn still up. So I know there's people still still getting out there. They sure are, and uh, they're waiting for it to freeze up again, I think, so they can a little more solid, get back out solid there. Ground, everything is kind of muddy right now. So. You know, the, the weather is pretty pretty tough to predict this year. and you know, I, I know at the beginning they said we'll be out here at Christmas, and it looks like uh, that'll be true for some. Well, it's it's been kind of aggravating for me because you'll get all these things and you'll hear them talking about uh, what's going on around the country or around the state, for that matter, and they'll go, well, we're 30 days behind. Well, yeah, because we got everything in 30 yeah. days late, so yeah. everything has run <laughs> 30 days behind all year. Practically a 4th of July planning season. Yeah, yeah it really right. was. Yeah. So we had all that uh, going on. What uh, what do you see happening in Springfield? Well, of course, we just got back last week from the veto session, which was a strange uh, veto session. We didn't have well, that many bills to override. Uh, and so instead, they, they pushed a lot of new bills. Uh, one of the big bills uh, helped uh, private uh, airlines like or, or airports like uh uh, like we have out here in, in Savoy with Flightstar uh, to try to uh, make sure that we have a lot of me- – there's about 150 mechanics out there uh, and, and other specialists, and we want to make sure that we continue to grow that industry. Um, and I think the governor vetoed that bill, so now we got to go back to work to see how we can we can maybe address that. Um, and then we, you know, we, we capped costs on insulin. We came back and tried to address some cannabis bills, and I tried to come back and fix a few things in my coal ash bill that, from last spring. So, you know, I think it was a chance like, oh, it's like overtime. We got two more weeks to work on some new bills. Um, and, uh, you know, that'll kind of carry us, I think, th- through to January. We don't go back to like the last week of January. Um, so, uh, you know, we'll have plenty of work to do when we get back. Well, what's going to uh, happen with uh, with what you're talking about with medicine right now, with uh, uh, what we take for all kinds of oh, so, uh, various things dealing so, with diabetes. Yeah, for so example. insulin, for example. I mean, that, that's one of the things that um, I was totally shocked by. I had more and more constituents come to me, and I certainly you know that diabetes is an epidemic. What I didn't know was that over a 10 year period, insulin costs tripled. Uh, and, you know, normally you see a price of a drug go way up at the beginning when they're getting their, you know, their patents and all that. Uh, but that's not the case with this. So, what this bill did that we passed was say you've got a cap of the out-of-pocket cost of insulin at $100 a month. Right now, the average insulin uh, buyer um, spends almost $500 a month. And so you're thinking about, do I pay my food bills or my, yeah. or my, or my insulin for my kid? Uh, and so it caps it at that. But more importantly, I think, it, it directs the attorney general to do an investigation to find out, is this price gouging or is there a legitimate increase in, these, in, the, in the cost of uh, this medicine? Uh, and then that will help us then guide future legislation. Have the insurance companies been really raising it with this, or what are they? Uh, they weren't happy. I mean, anytime yeah. you're capping the cost, they say, well, somebody's got to pay this. I think ultimately, though, um, when you're seeing the price go up in, in that level it is, as I said, tripled over 10 years, uh, with no real good reason to point to, 
Um, I, I think it's just it's more important that states try to address it, and then that'll call them to the carpet, frankly, and have to explain, hey, this is why we're doing this, in which case we can adjust the legislation. Or uh, if it's greedy executives, uh, we can address that too. Well, we've had a lot going on in Washington recently. Yes, and uh, now they're saying that uh, former White House counsel Don McGahn has to comply with the House subpoena. We kind of saw this one coming, didn't we? It, it, as a former prosecutor, it does make me uncomfortable. Anytime you see someone say, we don't comply with subpoenas. And I, 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 I don't know. I, I haven't watched enough of the impeachment to know if there's if there's fire there where there's smoke. But... I will say it makes me uncomfortable. I, I'm much happier with people saying, I'm going to show up. I'm going to tell you my side of the story. Right. Um, you guys can make your decision. And, and, and more importantly, the American people who are watching a lot of this is televised now can make a decision. So anytime that someone's uh, uh, ignoring a subpoena, uh, you, you, you know, for me, it makes me a little uncomfortable because you know, I know there's executive privilege in certain realms, uh, but we are, we are kind of founded on the principle of equal justice under law. Uh, and I want I, I think the same rules should apply to everybody. And, and then, you know, they, they still have uh, plenty of uh, ground to make their case, but you can't do it unless you show up. Yeah. And that's uh, that's going to be interesting to see if they call more hearings and who does show up when that. Well, and happens. I'm sure I mean, I get it. On the, on the you know, these hearings, whether it's in Springfield or in Washington, that was one of the early things I found was like, okay, well, who's watching? You know, like, they, they, for example, you know, they, they asked me to ask a lot of questions when I first got there, said, you were a prosecutor, you know how to ask questions. And I'm like, okay, well, who's this for? And then you kind of realize, like, in a way, people want the sound bites. They want you yeah. to grill, you know, they want you to get the governor's guy, in my case, saying, you know, something uh, that, that's going to put them in a bad spot so they can replay that 100 times. You lose your taste for that after a while, and I'm sure in Washington it's the same way. They, they feel like whoever's in power is, is just, you know, going to exercise their... Uh, their advantage. Um, but at the same time, I think it's really important when you're talking about international affairs and, and all this stuff. Um, I think people, it's a good time to educate people, too, as to what our government does. Um, <laughs> or doesn't or do. Or doesn't do. Yeah, I mean, I hope people pay attention one way or the other. But it will, uh, I think, ultimately, just like the, the, the Iran-Contra uh, and some of those these other televised hearings, I think, really um, change the, the landscape. You know, we had some... Uh some stuff on recently because Iran Contra was thirty some years ago. Wow. Recently, they had a couple of things on. It old. It. Yeah, it it does. It I makes remember you feel watching old. it. Yeah, I mean, this is a kid, but yeah. And uh, I said at the time, and none of the stuff we had said this, but that was the biggest part of Reagan's second term was yes. dealing with Iran Contra. Right. And when you look at that as an example, you're like, yeah, they can just do anything they want and drag it out as long as they want. That's true. It seemed like, and I was, I was a kid, but I remember my, my grandparents who watched me uh, during the day, uh, they wouldn't let you change the channel. They watched it all the time, which sure. was really, they loved Reagan. So I don't, I don't, I don't know which, you know, what was the purpose of it, but the, uh, um, you're, you're right. It seemed to go on for months and years. Uh, and, uh. You know, that, that can certainly eat up eat up a, a, a presidency, which may be the point. I don't know. Well, it made up it made a celebrity out of Oliver North, so we've got that going for he's us. He's still he's still appearing still everywhere. Got his TV there. show and all kinds of stuff. He ran for Senate at one point. I don't think I don't, I'm pretty sure he didn't win, but he yeah he, he, uh, he didn't. But it is funny to see. In fact, he was head of the NRA for a while, he was. and there was a whole big deal concerning that. One thing I really remember from that case that was the first time I ever heard the term shredder. <laughs> and, you know, I remember the, the, the yeah. testimony of them uh, shredding as quickly as possible. And it's kind of like the, the subpoenas. Like, I'm sure you did nothing wrong, but I would feel better if you weren't shredding all the papers on your desk. Uh, yeah, exactly. When the feds came in. 
That is that is so funny what goes on in Washington or Springfield or, or whatever as to what's going to happen. There was a, a story in there today uh, that I didn't uh, get to concerning some things happening in Springfield and Michael Madigan, you yeah. know, and you're just like, boy, well, how long is this going to you're right, and, and that's just going. Listen, there's an investigation, of course, that's going on for a while, and and it's been the news lately because, of course, the Senate president resigned the last day of veto session, first time in about ten yeah. years, uh, and so now it's a big election uh, where you know there's several senators trying to run, and then there's the question of there's a few senators that are in investigation or under indictment. Uh, do you let them vote or not? And that and the governor's yeah. weighing in, and and you think, boy, this is an interesting time to be in state government when you have questions like that. Do we have are there you know uh, 59 senators to get to vote, or are there only 57, uh, depending on how you look at it. So, you know, it's, uh, um, I, I can understand why people don't know where to look, Springfield or, or in D.C. Yeah, that's right. Well, anything else uh, new and exciting in Springfield you want to talk well, about? Well, I will anything say you're doing here? We, we're doing some fun stuff here, and I, I think it's really important while we're home to do as much as we can. I did say we're off for a couple months. We just finished three town halls, which uh, I'm, I'm very proud of. As soon as I come home from regular session of veto, I try to get out in the district and talk about the votes and explain it to people. And we had really good attendance uh, at all three. Uh, coming up, we've got a joint office hours in Rantoul at the Rantoul Chamber of Commerce uh, on December 12th. That's going to be with the state rep there, Mike Marin, over the lunch hour. We're going to be talking about a lot of things, exciting things going on in Rantoul. Um, again, that's December 12th, 12 to 1. Uh, and then on December 16th, 2 to 4 in the afternoon at the Shamming Public Library. Uh, again, it's hard for me to take off my prosecutor hat. Uh, we're going to have some people come in from the Illinois Attorney General and talk to seniors about ways to avoid fraud, especially over the holiday season. Sure. Your phone's just you know blowing up with uh, people that would love to take your money, and they're pretty good at what they do. Uh, so we'd like to get out in front and educate people about fraud going on right now. Uh, and again, that'll be December uh, 16th, Champion Public Library, 2 to 4. All right. Well, thanks for your time this morning, Scott Bennett. We appreciate it. Always good to be here. Thanks. All right.